Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about taking your family back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Oh, I, I was thought just, you were high-fiving. Just, <laughs> we've been married for 12 years. This is what intimacy looks like. <laughs> Love you, babe. Um, yes, we just have one camera. Streamlining, if you will. Rebooting, if you will. And I, <laughs> I will. will. Um, definitely mm-hmm. a shorter setup time. Yeah. But, yeah, tinkering with it. Just want to You're see not what, upset at all. I'm not upset at all. I'm in a no. great mood, actually. Um, I spent about 30 minutes loading the new and improved sound bar. Sound, what would it be? Sound board? Sound board. Button board? Sound button sound board. Sound button board. It's a butt board full of sounds. Um, we also have two butt boards full of sounds. <laughs> um, but we're working on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're trying to get them worked out so they're not boards. Oh, I get it. <laughs> See? Flat. Okay. flat butts, but we don't really flat. I don't know. I don't know. Are we going? I got a lot of questions. <laughs> it just got real, real. Stop <laughs> pooping. <laughs> I knew immediately what it was as soon as he said stop. There's so many good ones. I just want to do all, my oh. oh, put the <laughs> put the uh, uh, computer go up to the top corner. You can't change the sound. You just got to put it on do not disturb. Top corner. You can do that to a laptop. Oh no. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my wife who makes her living on the internet <laughs> and I will show her things. Simple things. Go all the way up to the top. Yep. All right. If you're looking at your laptop, go all the way up to the top corner. Click on those three bars. I go click, click, click. <laughs> okay. Click. Scroll down just a little bit. Go down to the thing and scroll down. Down. No, no. Like scroll your mouse down like your other way. Other way. Yep. See that little do not disturb sign? What? <laughs> okay, full disclosure. I like it. I'm not on laptop very much. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I could do that to my desktop, huh? <laughs> you could do it to any device. Any device you own can go on Do Not Disturb. Well, I know that. I put my phone <laughs> on it. It lives on Do Not Disturb and very low power. It's very fun texting you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyways, so we're doing the one camera. We got the new sound butt board. Uh, we got sounds over here. We've just, we're just doing it all. Sounds. Lots of device. Do you remember when June used to do that when she was really little? Uh, sounds! She would just hear something. It was loud noises. Right. And it would like kind of freak her out. Still does. <laughs> and she would say, sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. I, I really am excited about this. Got to get familiar with it and all the, you know, all the ways that it is. Yeah. But it's really cool. I'm very, very excited. Me too. Anyways, so. <sighs> Only rock trolls are allowed back here. <laughs> it's back. It's back and really clear. And really super clear. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the book. Only one of us has read it. So this will be like a one-sided book talk. Um, but before we get that, we're going to just kind of go do some segments. I, okay, here's my theory. <laughs> Keep going, babe. I'm just. I like the moves. <laughs> I'm just feeling it. I'm just feeling it. Yeah. Okay. I like the moves. Um, here's, my, here's my theory in my head. Okay. This is a brain theory. <clears throat> Good brain, great skull. Um, any, any podcast that I know it's going to be on a holiday week. So this upcoming week, Thanksgiving. Yes. Spoiler alert. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Yes. I feel like I'm a little bit more loosey-goosey on the podcast that week. Like I'm already in holiday mode. Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> la 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 la. Catching. Um, I like it. And so I just feel like I, I just want to have a little bit of fun. Okay. Obviously, I want to talk about this. Right. Good talks. Um, but yeah, I just I'm just feeling, you know, I, I'm feeling like I got a lot of shoulder shimmies going on. Yeah. And so I'm just that's just that's just the reality of where I'm at. All right. Um, but Brooke said she had no song of the week. I have like 15 songs of the week. <laughs> I was going to say, you have 12. So I'm going to just start with, I'm just going to play two. One is for me, one is for you. Okay. Okay. Half Alive, the band. 
might be my favorite band. Gasp. Okay. I just, they are so talented and good and like a little, a little bit different enough that you're just like, man, but they're not like different and like to the point where it's like, oh, Oh, you're just a weirdo. Same band at the same time. (laughs) Which band? Weird band. I don't know. What's the weird band? They play balloons. Oh, Hanathala. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll also like them. Yeah. We're not Uh, that far. No, (laughs) they're, they're, they're. They're unique enough while still fitting in the genre of like alternative rock, alternative indie kind of genre. Yeah. And I just, every song that they release, I'm always like, man, I think this one might be, might be my favorite. But I think this one <laughs> might be my favorite. Might be favorite. But <clears throat> I can see him sometime on the mainland because Lord knows no bands come. We have to suffer here in Maui on this tropical island <laughs> and get no live music. Yeah. So. I'm, a, I'm at school. It actually is fine. We don't go to that many shows. No. Anyways. Not anymore. This song is called Hot Tea, and it's for my hot tea. Hot tea? Yeah. <laughs> what if it was the other way? What, if, what would you have done? <laughs> I was just surprised that it was your, your choice of the day, but. Okay. It's hot tea, like the drink. Yes. You said like hot tea, like the drink. You gave that pantomime. Yes. What would the pantomime have been if I was like, no, it's like a, an attractive person, like a hottie. What would you have done? Hot, well, I think finger guns would have been part of it, but then maybe some, some shoulder shimmy. <laughs> okay. So this one's called Hot Tea by Half-Life. I really do want to be crashing into your shore Wrapping all around you Sinking to the ground floor Ocean deep Want to be here at your door 12 a.m. And sleeping on your porch Until you get in Looking into your eyes Endlessly Falling into your life Desperately Sitting in your feet Soaking in all your energy Simply through my front teeth love it okay so they're they're believers yes but i don't like hot tea but i like that song okay so let me find this this verse this is so good let me see if i can just play it if i just click on the words in the lyric thing will it just go to that no that did not work (laughs) (laughs) okay but this is the verse that would have been cool though that would have been cool a new feature um, verse two, I want to be ruined by love, drowning in rivers of peace, taking a piece of the cut, longing for everything. I don't know. I just love that. <laughs> Let me see if I can get to it. Sounds. Sorry, everybody. No. That's fine. No, I want to get to it. Oh, gosh. Why don't you back up? then fade in. Anyways, sorry. It's just such a good song. Yeah. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, I didn't hear something new. That's how yours work. Okay. (laughs) Wait. Oh, we're so... Excuse me. Excuse me. It's so long. (laughs) Pause is so long, longer than you think it's gonna okay, be. Okay, I'm gonna add two more songs <clears throat> to the playlist, but I'm only gonna play one of them. And this one's for you. This one made me think of you, and I played it for you, and I think you liked it. When you try your best, but you don't succeed. When you get what you want, but not what you need. When you feel so tired, but you can't sleep. Stuck in reverse. Man, she's so good. And that song is so good. Casey Musgraves. Um, Coldplay. Yeah, Fix You by Coldplay. She's covering it. That's what my words wanted to say out of my mouth. 
Anyways, and then there's also new songs by The Light and the Heat. The Light, the Heat. Oh, man. So adding a bunch. You're not gonna, okay, maybe we'll play it next week. Yeah. Add them a bunch to the playlist um, so you can get them there. The playlist is so robust now. Yeah. It's like over 100 songs, obviously. Uh, we're over 100 episodes, and we add more than just one song a week. Um, we have that. We have the worship playlist, which I don't think I have anything to add to this week. And then we have the Christmas playlist, which I'm going to add a bunch to this week. So lots of playlist options for you. Cool. Okay. Um, Brooke, how was your week? Good. <laughs> Question mark? Question mark. What happened? <laughs> what did we do? Did I, we... School happened? School happened. I taught one day. Yep. You started painting. I started painting the kitchen. I did some beauty counter stuff. Beauty counter sale still going on? Yep. Okay. Shop the link in Brooke's profile. It's also in the podcast show notes. Is it in your normal profile too, Brooke Courtney? I think so. Okay. It should be in both. Easy, pretty clean. Brooke know. Courtney. If you click on Walk in Love Instagram links, it's in there too. So you can find a lot of places. Yeah. She's been answering skincare questions, makeup questions all week long. I bought this cool thing for her to record videos. Well, I bought it for us. Uh, targeting works on TJ and, uh, she actually likes it like a lot. I love it. I like it. So it's been really good to see <clears throat> you use that because sometimes targeting works on TJ, but items don't work in our house. <laughs> so it's fun to actually see them do that. Um, another thing that happened this week was we recorded the first episode of Friday finds and we released it. Yeah. How'd you feel like it went? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about it. I liked it. I feel like I'm getting... Getting a vision for it. Yeah. It was really fun to edit it and be like, oh, I'm editing this on video. I don't need to just use audio clips. I could use the actual video clips. And so, yeah, I just really enjoyed editing it. I feel like it's got given us an even better vision for what it could be. But what you can do if you did, if you haven't watched yet, it's available on YouTube and IGTV. I'm thinking about just making it a YouTube thing just to like simplify, streamline. And I feel like I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but I don't go to Instagram to watch long videos. Like if it's over like 35 seconds, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty long. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like they've got the scrolling and the stories. And so it's not like, it's not like YouTube. You go to YouTube, you're like to watch. I want to watch something. So we might just put it to YouTube. Actually, if you guys could let me know, would that deter you from watching it? Right. Or would you be like, oh no, that's where I watch it all the time. Anyways. What we're doing there is we're highlighting five items that we use. These aren't just things like this isn't like a sponsored series. We're not get like, it's not stuff we've gotten for free. It's just stuff that we use and like in our daily lives. Um, We, uh, we might add some twists of like random, really random things that we found on the internet. Um, But what we're doing every week, you can comment on the YouTube or the Instagram this week, but probably just YouTube next week. And, just let us know which item you'd want to win. <coughs> Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Um, and we're going to pick one winner every week of an item for Friday finds and give it to them. I will say I was confused when someone said they wanted to win the digit app, which is free. So <laughs> maybe full of money. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We're not giving that away, but we are giving away a ton of stuff yes. on December 3rd. Why do I want to say the 4th? Because originally you told me it was the fourth. Okay. It's not. It's, it's the third. The third. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? Um, December 3rd, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern East time, whatever mm-hmm. that time is in your time zone. We Today we ordered like $3,000 worth of prizes. So fun. <laughs> um, and so we're going to give away some of them on the live And then this upcoming Friday, Black Friday, our print shop goes live and we are going to throw random prizes in with print orders. So if you order a print, it could come with a prize. It could come with just something extra. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. We did it last year. If you want to get the vibe of it, you can watch last year's live stream on the YouTubes. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. To watch what we talked about a year ago. I know. Our lives are very different now. One, we won't be recording from 7 to 11 Eastern. We'll be recording from 2, three, four, five, six. two to 6. <laughs> Math. Um, yeah, so it was just like a normal week trying to get back into the rhythm of homeschool and still have like 
projects to do and Brooke had beauty counter stuff to do. So like still obviously, you know, normal life stuff, but just trying to get back into the rhythm of things. It still definitely is a chaos zone in our house. We don't have any ledges to put anything on. We don't have any dressers or any drawers or so like the garage is full of bins and it's like, Oh, I think that's in a bin. And so we go and not gracefully, we don't ever gracefully find it in the bin. We find it like a raccoon digging for trash (laughs) and whatever is on top of it ends up on the lid of the bin next to it. (laughs) And so then when you go back to find something else and there's all this trash garbage on the lid that you need, the bin that you need to get into, then you move all that to the next bin. And so it's just this (laughs) cycle of trash pandas digging Digging for for one single item a can opener yeah so that's where we are but the cube is on the way and uh that has lots of dressers in it i've never been so excited to have dressers in my life this is week two of dresser talk yeah i mean people are here for it (laughs) i like it Uh, they are so do you want to do any of the segments other than song of the week give me strong feelings oh um Probably. <laughs> Riveting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. If I come up with any, I'll tell you. That's why I asked you. Who oh, oh, <laughs> oh, my oh, feelings. <laughs> I asked you before we hit record, are we doing any segments? And you're like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and then you asked me live when you could have said, yes, I'd like to do them all. Here's what they are. Well, I told you. I Let's gave you the shoulders it. shimmy warning. I said, I'm feeling it. I'm itchy. <laughs> I'm itchy. Um, okay. I don't have any strong feelings. Not that I can think of right now, but I'm sure I will someday. Um, do you want to just jump into talking about the book then? Sure. Okay. It's fine with me. All right. So today... We are talking about Take Back Your Family by Jefferson Bethke. Brooke has finished it. I haven't even started reading it. So that's interesting. Actually, I wanted to see who dedicated it to, but it wasn't me. So maybe next time. It's like his whole family and everybody. Oh, and TJ. (laughs) And TJ, my everything. Um, Anyway, so... We're obviously friends with Jeff and Alyssa. We've seen them live their lives. I'm in a business group with Jeff, which I've talked about extensively on the podcast. And so I actually feel like as Brooke kind of was telling me about this book, I was like, oh yeah, he's talked about that. Or you were like, I know you talked about this in the group. Here's what it says in the book. Right. And so I I actually feel like even though I haven't read the book, which I want to do, I still feel like I kind of have an idea, but I'm also very interested in like, I don't know. I feel like the last few podcasts, it's been like Brooke sharing and TJ listening, which Mm. is sort of the reverse of usually how we do things. Yeah. And that's not like because I just like dominate or is it? Do I dominate? No. Am I having a horrible realization (laughs) about who I am right now? I did feel like a a flat butt. (laughs) Flat butt dominator. (laughs) Dead butt dominator. (laughs) Um, I, I did actually feel like I interrupted you too many times in Friday finds. Oh, really? But maybe it's because I edited it and I watched it a ton of times and I'm like, I interrupted her again, but maybe it was just the same clip. Same clip over and over. Anyways, now people are gonna be like, oh, teacher interrupts all the time. It's all I notice. Right. Please don't notice that. Oh gosh. (laughs) I don't notice that. Okay. And honestly, I'm really not, I'm not super bothered even when you do. My thing is that. Sometimes if somebody interrupts me, I literally won't remember what it is I wanted to say next or was in the middle of saying. And so it's more of like a, oh gosh, what am I going to do? Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. Yeah. hundred percent. I I get there. Hondo P, that is happening. (laughs) Okay. Um, The book is great. I'm going to say that. I feel like we've actually talked about a lot of these things before on the podcast. And so I don't want to like, I don't, I don't feel like we need to go super deep into why the seven day rhythm is the best and blah, right. blah, blah. Like we've, we've talked about that. That's why we point everybody towards the family teams e-course. Right. Save, e-course. Stay on it with the code walk and love. Um, but I would say easily the first half of this book is explaining all that. Okay. Is explaining like it's, and it's what Jeff always does so well is he's, taking all these like sort of high level 
heady like research. Yeah. <laughs> this is me explaining it. This is why I don't write books like this. This is why I don't write books. <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> so Corky Flanderson. Is- I've written many books. <laughs> Y'all just don't know it. Um, no. Like he takes them and you in there fascinating these studies on like, right. you know, all sorts of studies. And then he really relates them to like your actual life. So you're right. just like, that was a cool story, but yeah, this means nothing to me. Um, so the first half of the book is all about, <clears throat> um, it's just setting it up. And I think it is well worth a read. And that's what I'm saying. We've talked about a decent yes. amount. Is Seven day stuff. rhythms. Is there anything yep. else like, well, I mean, it's all about your family being a team. So there's a lot of team sports. I don't want to say analogies. Cause that makes it sound like cheesy. Like, uh, there's nothing cheesy about right. sports analogies. But on Christmas Day, when you and I are watching <laughs> Kurt Warner's story and bawling we're bawling our eyes out, out I'm going to look at you and say, there's nothing cheesy about this. All right. Okay. I don't think there's anything cheesy about that. But so for me, I think my favorite chapters were probably six, nine, and 10 because they're very... Um, yeah, Take I'm, that seven and eight. Yeah. No, no, no. They were good. I just like, I don't want to talk about all of them. I want people to read the book. Yes. But book will be linked in the show. Specifically notes. chapter six, okay. which is about drafting your team. Um, and so as always, the question we always ask each other, it's one of my favorite questions ever, which is what does that look like? Right. So all of this stuff in the first half of the book is great, but even though I'm like, okay, what does that look like? What do I do on a practical level with my family today Right. to start implementing some of these things? Can I answer that question <laughs> um, in, a, in a way before you answer it? Yeah. Because like we, you know, we, I went to Austin, Texas for this group that I'm in with Jeff, him and his business partner, Jeremy taught it. Jeremy starts teaching about family rhythms and the seven day week. And my mind kind of explodes. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what is happening Oh my word. Um, and so, you know, for, for that part, the, like, what does it look like was Jeremy said it over and over again, just start with Sabbath. And so that had been a huge changing point in our lives. Like we actually just had dinner with friends the other day, new friends on Maui. And, uh, they were asking us about sort of like how we relax and rest. And we kind of just jumped into the story about, you know, all the Sabbath stuff. And, and it's interesting, like people, we'll go back and listen to that podcast. Sabbath changes everything over and over and over again. Like that's the one that seems to be like at the top of people's list that, that have listened to our, our, all of our episodes. And some people will point out that like, we talk about living on an Island at some point. I don't know if it's that episode, but like that Sabbath changing everything is what landed us here. And I don't think we would have landed here without that. Mm -hmm. And so like, you just don't know the ripple effect of some of these decisions you know, whether you take all of the book or some of the book or just one thing, because like you're, you just moved and you have a baby and like, you know, like there, there, are, there are life moments where you feel overwhelmed and spent and like your capacity is very minimal there, but there's still capacity to maybe just take one, just go 1% or 2%, you know, in on something and take one little aspect of it. And for us, when I got back from Austin in that group was like, let's just start with Sabbath. Let's just start with that family dinner into Sabbath. We'll figure out what that looks like. And that really has changed everything. And it's been the building block then to add some of the other stuff that I'm sure this book talks about. I know Jeff and Jeremy teach on it. Um, and so like, it's just been so, so good to, to see that kind of ripple effect, which leads me to, I'm excited to see what the ripple effect of, because this is the one thing that you talked to me about and I need to read this chapter yeah. and we're going to do this um, for our family. And we kind of already started a little bit, but yeah. that I'm, I'm excited to like have, uh, you know, a year from now be like the episode called take back your family right. where we talked about drafting has really like it impacted us in a great way as being parents and stuff like that. So yeah. the little things that you do and the little nuggets you take away from people who are teaching on this stuff, whether it's from the book or the e-course or whatever, you just don't know. Oh yeah. Like there, it's just so impactful because it's so foundational to, I think who God created us to be and how he created us to live within a family. Yeah. Go take it, take it from there. No, that's, that's super great. So there's obviously some very like practical questions to this, um, drafting idea, but he, there's a, I want to touch on a couple things in here. 
So one of the first things he hits on is um, he's talking about their first year being parents, which kind of surprised them. They weren't married super long. Like Alyssa felt like she was sinking. (coughs) Jeff was just diving like, okay, then I'll just try harder, you know, kind of a vibe, which obviously none of that was working. (coughs) And um, so he's he's talking about how he, because he grew up like uh, with a single mom, um, the destructive nature of the divide and conquer philosophy, which I can't say that I necessarily grew up with that, but I do think it's in my personality, maybe, to feel like, like I, I, I've literally, we've said that to each other, and, I, and I'm not saying we can never say that again, because right. I think the, our mental shift and like framework around it now can be different, but like sometimes I can feel that like, which to me, if I'm like, oh, let's just divide and conquer, it's almost like we're, we're, we're still just running full speed in one direction. Right. And we're just hoping we're going to end up down there together at the same time. Um, versus like, I don't know, like you wouldn't really say that to a team, to a sports team. I feel like right. you wouldn't be like, Hey everybody divide up and conquer. Right. I like, do think culturally though, no, no. It, it is in our culture <laughs> of like, you think of a classroom setting or a teacher's like a teacher, you know, like a group project or something, you kind of have that vibe in life, whether you grew up with it or not. I think everybody in American culture, Western culture has grown up with it to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, at its core, it's this idea of like, if we're both diligent and take care of ourselves, this is going to go well. Right. We're going to be all right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, (laughs) well, will we like as a family? So I was a little bit, um, convicted. What are we doing? Exactly. So intense. I don't, maybe that's not the right word. Um, but, but that, that, that is very destructive in a marriage and in a family where we're trying to be a team, because then that means if you don't hold up your end of the bargain, then like, there's a lot of room for like bitterness and resentment because it's like, I got my stuff together. You better keep yours together. Yeah. This like unspoken, you know, I don't know. Tally sheet, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I might even project that onto my kids. Like, no, no, get it together. That's, that's part of your job. Right. You know, and I'm not saying I want kids who are a mess all the time either, but like, yeah. So he, I mean, he goes into that a lot, but that was just something that I was like, oh yeah, that that's not a team mentality. So what does it look like? You like that? Yeah. Give me some examples of what it may look like for us and our family um, to not fall into the trap of dividing and right. conquering. And so like... Like, for example... Wait, let me, can I say my oh, example sure. before Sorry, I totally I forget? almost interrupted you. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> How many episodes is this? I don't How know. How long did it take? I don't... Oh! oh ah! <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, no. Are you sweating? You're wearing a sweatshirt. This is the way the world works! <laughs> um, no, I've already forgotten. No, I have not. So, like... On Mondays, I typically teach school. You typically work most of the day. Um, if the babysitter is able to come, I join you for the second half of the day. Yes. But this idea of like, like this would be the wrong attitude about it. Like, ugh, you get to go work, but I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to do my thing really well. And and I'm like comparing. Right. Like, you know, so then let's say something interrupts your day and you don't get a full day of work. I'm then bitter that you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Mm. Like you didn't do your thing. I went and did mine. Right. You know, and that's not <laughs> where if we're looking at it in the way we should be, I'm still going to teach on Mondays and you're still going to work on Mondays. Right. Our actual, I need my water and I don't know where it is. Um, Like our actual day to day on a Monday might not change. Right. But it's not this attitude of like, is it even up here? Oh yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. How old is this water? <laughs> That's not too bad. <laughs> I've had weird. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean though? Like you're looking for the weird button. Um, yeah. Like I'm still going to teach on Monday. You're still going to do your work, but like we're doing it as a team to move our family forward another day. Right in the rhythm, in the routine, so that it's not like, I don't know. I think 
Does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that would be my one example. Do you have an example? Well, like, you know, like, uh, I, to me, it's not like, oh, you either have the choice to divide and conquer <clears throat> or stay together and conquer. Like, to me, they're not like, you know, like, for, for example, we finish dinner. Our nightly rhythm is normally if our kids haven't taken a bath already during the day, you start bath time with the girls while I clean up the kitchen. Right. To me, that's a very divide and conquer thing that we do. But it is so that when bath, when bedtime occurs, you and I have the ability to sit down and rest together and be together. And so like, even though we're divided on our different tasks and conquering right. two different tasks, the mission is to then one, be able to rest together and sit together and watch shows or just, you know, talk or whatever we want to do. And two, that tomorrow, the, the next day is established well in terms of like the house isn't a disaster. Things are clean. We can do breakfast, all that kind of stuff. Right. And so to me, it's like, I think people might hear that and be like, oh, well, we divide and conquer all the time because we're doing two separate things. And I, and I don't think it's necessarily like a right. task based like motivation. It's more of like a you know, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. And eventually someday, maybe <laughs> one day, like well, it's, you, a, it's again, it's a very individualistic way of yeah. thinking, which is everything in America for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and like our just society in general, but basically if the divide and conquer, which again, yeah, like that. And that's what I was trying to say. Like, we're still going to divide if you will. Yeah. And you go do your work and I'm going to go do homeschool on a Monday. And right. that's not a bad thing. We're not right. doing everything together, but we are sharing a common goal or even in our nighttime, like bedtime kids routine, like we are sharing a common goal. And in that sense, we are splitting up our time and right. conquering the dishes and the, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But if, if the more toxic way of, divide and conquer is, was one thing. Then like, I think the opposite is you're trying to actually be allowed to depend on each other as a family and mm. not teach your kids and yourself, like do it all yourself, figure it out, keep it together. Um, like pick yourself up by your bootstraps all the time. Like if that's what we're preaching, because then that, that very much like, leads that would lead let, like let's say we do that our whole lives right with our kids well then no wonder they're going to grow up and go away and not want anything to do with us like, right which is again back to this super individual like right you're not going to be around much you're not going to be part of this like, yeah. bigger family multi-generational unit and so he gives the example of like imagine tom brady going into the huddle with this championship patriots and saying okay guys don't depend on me can't do anything for you the quicker you figure this all out on your own, the better. It's a rough world out there. So make sure you can bear it all yourself. Right, yeah. Go. Yeah. And you're just like, no, that's yeah. not what that's not what we're here for. Yeah. Like we're supposed to be part of a team. Yeah. Um that's so good. Yeah. Just that like there's an addiction to independence. And I think it can be very extreme and I think it, or it can be pretty subtle in the ways that we, you know, use language like divide and conquer or or have this idea of like I think the underlying expectations or bitterness or resentment. I think bitterness is a really good word that just like, you know, and I, and I especially think that like if you're in a, in a position where like the, your mom and you stay home with the kids and yeah. you know, your husband goes and works all day, both of you, there can be bitterness when you both feel like, oh, well, you just got to stay home all day and like, and right. well, you got to talk to adults all day. Like, yep. and there's benefits of both. And I think the bitterness seeks in when you're like, seeps in when you're like, oh, well, we don't have an actual mission on what we're trying to achieve. Yes. And so you're bitter it's that- It's just about me or it's just, it's just about you. It's just you. about you and you got to do that. And then the other person's like, well, you got to do this. Um, and so there's no like perspective in terms of like, you know, we're like, you know, we're in a season where you're, this is your responsibility on the team. Right. You know, like it'd be like an old veteran who like was a star one, you know, for many, many years. And then all of a sudden he's not a star anymore. And it's like, okay, well, your, your role on this team is to be a backup now. Right. And then to train <clears throat> and coach and it looks different, encourage the yeah. young guys who are out there. And so like, 
that's why the, the name family teams is so brilliant, but it's also why it's just like so helpful to kind of remove some of that bitterness that you might have because there are times when I get to be up here by myself listening to music working and right. I, and that can make Brooke real bitter because she's wiping butts and, <laughs> you know, dealing with, you know, breakdowns. Right. And so, but the goal is to, you know. Yeah. And I think a family mission statement to know what the goal is, what the mission is, is incredibly valuable. And we need to actually get ours. And he encourages you to do that, to actually print it out. Yeah have it somewhere that you can see it. But yeah, so eat more cheese. <laughs> Maybe Live, laugh, love. It's butter. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> beach days with an arrow towards the beach because that's where we are. Um, yeah, so he's talking about that exactly about like Alyssa expressing the pain point of like, I feel like I'm doing this alone. I feel like all these things yeah. that you were just saying. And then he's, you know, which he's changed his thinking now, but swooping in and being like, but I'm providing. Right. And again, it's like, Super individual, yeah. super separated. And it's like, well, that's, <laughs> that's not helpful at all. So then he has, for those of you on video, this nice chart here, which you can Crystal clear. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's what the it iPad like. might die, so we might run out of video. Okay, that's so, right. Um, <clears throat> he's talking about how, foreshadowing. like... <laughs> nice. Foreground, background. Manual focus. Okay, so... Um, <clears throat> like that if this is what we're doing, well, I'm providing right. what, what we mean in America is financially we're yes. talking about I'm providing, therefore I get to do X, Y, Z somewhat, however I want, because I'm doing this and then I don't have to do anything else. And just how there's lots of research on how bad that is and blah, blah, blah. But talking about how providing, um, only shelter food and basic necessities is not the only calling of a parent. So he's like, let's take the, let's take the, oh, I'm providing like the money side out of it. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, that's called being the babysitter. He's like, what's the difference between a coach and a babysitter? So he hits home a little bit. <laughs> Everything's a little bit tight when you read this. Clench of the cheeks. Yep. Um, so it's like topic and then how a coach would respond and how a babysitter okay. would respond. So I'll just pick a few, but cause again, I'd love it if you listening, bought the book and read it. Um, topic, primary concern, the coach to create fully developed and flourishing players, the babysitter to meet the child's basic needs and ensure their safety. Yeah. Um, what is success coach resilient, powerful kids who work as a team and win championships babysitter. The child has been fed and doesn't die. <laughs> um, which they're all good, but I don't want to read them all. But vision coaches care about who you will become 10 years from now. Babysitters care only about the present moment. Right. And it goes back and forth and back and forth, which, which was just a little bit like, okay, there are definitely some of those topics yeah. where I can lean into the babysitter mode a little bit more because right. it's less, it takes less for me. Yeah. And I don't, want to be that as a parent. Right. I know that. I know that yeah. now. I know that in the moment. I know that 10 years from now, if I was to talk about, here's how it was raising these girls for 35 years. Like, right. you know, I don't ever want to feel like I was just their babysitter. Right. Um, so that was a little bit convicting. <laughs> but I'm going to let you read the chapter. <laughs> um, I mean, it just, it's convicting to me even just now, you know, like there are definitely just, moments where you know them. you're like, Oh yeah, I was just a babysitter today. And you know, there's grace to give yourself, I think in moments and yes. and days and you know whatever, but I also think like life is seasons, but life is should be challenging. It's not easy right. and you should challenge yourself to right. step up and perform, yeah. you know, at a high level. Yeah. And that's the I forget who said it was it David Thomas from the other book about like we're not trying to raise good kids. We're trying right. to raise great 40 year olds or, 40 year -olds or something or like that or, like, or whatever to like think long term about your and then, kids and your family. And then the other quote that we like and say a lot is like in the era of dragons raised dragon slayers. And it's yeah. like, we definitely live in an era culturally where our kids are under attack. I mean, it doesn't take, yeah, it doesn't take it. You know, you, you just point in a direction, movies, <laughs> social media, like they're all 
coming after your kids. Costco. I, yeah, Costco. <laughs> Especially Costco. Um, <laughs> That'd be a good button. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> so we talk about Costco uh, a lot. Um, <clears throat> and so like, yeah, we like babysitting kids isn't, isn't going to, isn't going to prepare them for the life culturally that we seem to be headed towards. Yeah. Um, and so we need to coach them to stand firm and to be brave and to be bold and to be smart and wise and all those great things. Yeah. And I don't think back in my life and think, Oh, that was the babysitter who taught me that. Like I think about right. my, my parents who I think were good coaches, my dad, who was actually my coach for a lot of years. And then I think of actual coaches or teachers who, you know, had more of the mentor ish, like coaching vibe rather than just like, you know, two plus two is four or whatever. Like, so that's good. Yeah. So that one, um, and he's saying like the, the one last like prominent difference between coaches and babysitters is that coaches are experts about their players. They know every, they pay attention. They know everything about them. They literally do a scouting report and a babysitter is just a novice at knowing your kids. Unless I'm sure there's an exception if you've had one babysitter for like 15 years, but I'm not talking about that. So then he's talking about, and this is the main thing. It's why it's called drafting your team. Um, this idea of a scouting report for your family so that you can be proactive and be intentional and you're not living as a reactive babysitter, but instead you're living as this proactive coach who believes in your team and your family. Yeah. And so there's a list of questions to answer about each person. So it'd be like TJ and then all of your answers and then me and then all of our kids. And we would put this somewhere on display so that we see it frequently and we would update it. I don't know, maybe a couple times a year, specifically with the kids because right. their interests and things like that can kind yep. of change um, a little more rapidly. But so the first question is like, what is their role on the team? Mm-hmm. How are they wired or gifted? How or where do they need the most support? That one's really good. I think with kids, Yeah. <laughs> um, what activities do we need to prioritize for them to flourish? What is the best way to spend one-on-one time with them? And when do they come most alive? And I just know, I mean, we've like loosely answered those sort of mm-hmm. verbally to each other, yep. but again, I can barely remember what I did this week or what you, <laughs> what I'm going to say if you interrupt me. So like, that's huge for me to, yes. write, it, to write it down. Yeah. Um, one to be accountable to it. Yep. And also literally just to remember and what, if I have an afternoon and I'm like, I should, I should have one-on-one time with June. Right. It might be my default to pick something I want to do that afternoon. Right. And there's a time and a place. Yeah. We're, we're all a team, but I might not be thinking like, Oh, you know what really makes her come alive? I don't yeah. know. What, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Art is usually her thing, which I am more apt to pick. Or she always wants to go to a cafe. Yes. That's her phrase. I want to go to a cafe. Right. Just so cute. Cause she's been to like what three in her life. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, loads of Starbucks and yeah. all different places. And then like maybe two other small yeah. ones, but it must, it must make her feel something. Yeah. And what's like, and, and as like Brooke read me those questions a few weeks ago and I've thought about them here and there and, and we definitely need to go through the process of like actually writing them down and, and hanging them up and all that kind of stuff making a baseball card, if you will, scouting report, baseball cards, I'm just saying might be a thing. Um, but it's, it would be so exciting. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Any sort of collectible and like her weight yeah, and her height, (laughs) favorite food. (laughs) Um, but, but what, what, and then 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 you'll be saved. Um, what I was, uh, (laughs) wow. Struggling the other day I was in charge of the kids homeschool. And so part of that was, I was like, why don't we go walk down to the beach and we'll like pick up rocks and shells and stones and driftwood and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, something that I know that they both like to do, but I know it's definitely more of June's thing. And so the beach at the end of our street is very rocky and like lots of coral gets washed up there. So it's like a great beach to do that. Um, not great on your bare feet. So we go down, <laughs> we scoot her down and they're all sweaty and, you know, just like totally little kids, which is amazing. Um, and Sunny instantly starts picking up the biggest rock she can find and throwing it into the water. Like, boom, this is big, this is bold. This is making a big splash. This is, you know, and, and then she starts picking up rocks for me to take all, which are, you know, 
this big or this like, you know, they're, they're big, like, especially in her hand, they like fill her whole hand, you know? Um, and then, so we're picking up stones. I have a bag that we're putting them in and stuff like that. And then June comes up maybe 10 minutes in and was like, I have some stuff I want to keep and literally hands me, you know, the tiniest itty bitty shells. Yeah. Like, and, and when we, when I got home, I kind of, sh- the bags out back cause I didn't know if there were going to be bugs in it. So <laughs> I haven't showed Brooke, but I told her and I was like, you know, Sonny's got all these big, huge stones and Junie's got all these like little tiny, delicate, itty bitty shells. And I said the phrase, and, and I think that this is so valuable in life is like your kids are always telling you who they are. And honestly, the people in your life are always telling you who they are, who you are. You just have to have who they are. You mean? Yeah. Who yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to be willing to watch it and see like we have, we have to listen and see, take notice, take notice or else we'll miss it. And then 30 years down the road, they'll say, my parents never knew who I was and they'll be in therapy or whatever. And it's like, you have the opportunity now, especially when they're little because they are so obviously telling you who they are. Sonny wants to wear a bright red shirt with a bright red dress with bright red pants. The girl is bold. The girl is fiery. The girl is energetic. The girl is so passionate. Happy. Yeah. Junie wants to sit quietly and tinker and play and do things. You collect little things and tiny things and, you know, and they're different. Yeah. And, you know, do we want them like, and they're on our team. And so we have to find the balance of how to use them on the team or how they interact with the team or, you know, what their roles are on the team. And that's definitely a challenge at times. Right. Because like, it takes effort. And, and this is something that we're going through right now in our family where if we need help doing something, Sunny is eager and ready and willing to help. She is yeah. our natural helper. She will pull up her stool by herself. She will start cracking eggs, even if you haven't asked her to. Like, she is ready to help. June is not as eager, but now June is struggling because she sees Sunny help so eagerly. And yeah. so she's like, I'm not, I'm not a good helper. She's kind of in her head about it. In her it. head about it. I, I shouldn't be the big sister. Sunny should be. And so, like, for us now, as parents, one, we have to, uh, we have to say, yeah, that part of that's not, not the big sister's part, but like, Sunny right. is naturally eager to help yeah. in this way. Yeah. But what ways are you eager to help? Like you definitely have that ability. It just might look different. Yeah. And so that is where like, wow, this language yeah. just like opens Noticing, that up. And yeah. Noticing things about your kids and your spouse so that you can speak life to it. I yeah. mean, I remember coaches, teachers, or like mentors in certain areas or fields of things that like said something very kind or sort of like called me up to like a little bit of a higher level. And I remember it to this day of like, can you share one? You think like you really think that I remember an English. Cause I have one. I have, I have two that really come to mind. I have an, an English teacher in college who community college or <laughs> no, <laughs> not that college. Gosh. Um, this was a four year college. Okay. Um, too far. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, I just, I don't know. I wasn't into the class. I think, I don't know what was going on in my life, but I just, I I was, I, I know now I was not doing a very good job. I was not trying. Right. And she basically in a very nice email sent me just like, she just spoke some kind words over like, wherever you are now, there's grace for that, blah, blah, blah. But, and it's actually kind of talked about in this book and well, we've talked about it briefly, but basically like I have high expectations of you. I know that you can meet them. Yeah. Let me know if you have any questions, like happy to help. But like, it was this, like, I believe in you to do better. Not you need, you must do better. Right. It wasn't this like forceful coming down. It was this like rising up. Um, and I remember thinking like, Ooh, okay. Like, and and I'm, I wasn't even like super close to this teacher. You know, I really enjoyed her and she was a lot of fun, but weirdly enough, I remember that. Is the, is the, part in the book where like I, I the very yeah the, the specific words the specific it's like the specific sentence that if you tell it to a kid when you ask them to yeah, do the, something the whole study is talked about in here you the like the percentage of them actually completing it's like off the charts it's yeah. crazy and it's like I need to I always have to look back at my notes it's from like it. high like, support it's like high, high support high demand yeah 
It's like I'm giving you the, <laughs> yeah, it's something like I know you can handle this. I'm giving you these, this, I don't know. I need I to look remember it up, now. but it's really powerful. I, all of those, every study we've ever talked about is in here and it's so great, but it's awesome that you mentioned like that your, your kids are always telling you who they are. We just need to pay attention and like draft our team and speak life. You're speaking about June specifically like, okay, so maybe she's not a natural helper, but she is a natural X, Y, Z. Right. And like speaking life into those. And so he is talking about how, um, can I say something before yes. I forget? Yep. Like it, let's say we're making a dinner for a family coming over. Let's say that we have a dining room table. <laughs> and so at that dining room table, more than one p- person can sit. Let's okay. say a family's coming over for us. Like that, that would be a family team event. We're hosting someone to eat dinner with. Okay. And so Sonny would be eager to crack eggs, you know, help in the kitchen, eat shredded cheese while she does it. Like that's her thing. (laughs) She's on her stool. You know, we can picture, um, can you hit the thing? Yep. Where June is not as eager for that. So, but June would be eager Mm. to maybe write their names on a placemat or create some sort of art for them to sit down and feel love that way. And so like to, that's we're still all working for this event of hosting, yep. but we're all going to work in different ways. Like when people come over, I know that I'm going to have to move the conversation along. That is my role on the yep. team um, because Brooke <laughs> doesn't have any words at times. <laughs> and so I know that like, and I'm, and I'm, in, I'm the one doing food yes. happily. And so for me, it's like, I know I need to ask questions. I need to follow up with those questions with questions um, I might, might need to tell a funny story or two. And so like that is like, but we're all working towards this idea of this family feeling welcomed in our home and loved and supported and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this, there's a one more study I want to talk about because it all ties in with what you were just saying. So there is this study, um, where he, this guy, he basically invented this way of measuring Things like, um, oh, how do I, how do I, I don't want to just read it all word for word, but like he was able to measure the success of a team or a group of people in a way that you wouldn't think. So he was, he had everybody, um, and he did it across a bunch of different ways. Like, um, he did it in a call center and he did it at this place and that place. Like it wasn't just like one graphic design team that he looked at, you know, but, um, Keep going. Yeah. Um, he's talking about how he, they were measuring things like eye contact, um, energy, vocal pitch, um, consistency of like, like how you emphasize the words you're saying. So like at no point was he measuring the actual words, I believe in you or anything like that. Like it wasn't listening in that sense. It was listening for all these like more subtle things and the crazy thing is, is that he was then able to predict how successful teams would be off of this information. Um, so like he did it in the call center where like no one ever takes the break at the same time. Everything's super like efficient yeah. and like, but, 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 but like, don't, you know, I, do we not have any Michael Scott working in the call center? Oh no. Ah, um, <laughs> um, and just like how kind of poorly, they performed yeah. because they were I've worked in a telemarketing center. It's not. So then one of the crazy things they did is then they, they put these like um, reader, whatever was taking in all this information in a badge, like that you would wear at like an event. Uh-huh. And so they told the people that they were going to be wearing these. And then tomorrow all these different teams were going to be doing presentations. I don't remember to get funding or to do something to win. I don't remember. Yeah. But basically, but what they did is they made them all wear these badges to a cocktail party the night before. Mm-hmm. And that's the actual information that they were wanting to know. Okay. And they successfully predicted the winner of the next day's events based on how these individuals and people were able to make eye contact, like not interrupt right. people have conversations. No, I don't, I'm not saying that. I feel you. very blessed. <laughs> um, and so just based off the data of those badges, they predicted the winner like far and beyond. They were mm. just like, they were hundred percent knew it was going to be that team. Um, 
And so this, the signals that were the five distinct traits of teams performing really well. Everyone on the team talks and listens in roughly equal measure, um, keeping contributions short and sweet. Members face one another and their conversations and gestures are energetic. Members connect directly with one another, not just with the leader. See that energetic right. gesture. So like that one, when you apply it to a family, like members connect directly with one another and not just with the team leader. So like siblings are capable of yeah. connecting with each other and right. it's not just like mom. Mom, solve all yeah. my problems. Dad, solve yeah. all my problems. Um, members carry on back channel or side conversations with the team, and members periodically break, go exploring outside the team, and then bring information back. Mm. And so he's talking about how this, you know, incredible study, like if you apply it to your family, um, that in high performing teams, basically everyone talks to everyone, but in poor performing teams, it's mainly top down. And that like, that's everything for families because sibling relationships matter more than you think. And mm -hmm. we've talked about that a little bit, just about how like their relationships will outlast our relationship, our with relationship them. with them because we will pass away before them. And yep. like, what a gift to give your kids feeling like they really are. They grew up on a team and they are still on a team yep. and to have each other for the second half of life, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and not just be like, yeah, it was a great you know, 20 years and we were all under the same roof and then I kind of see him sometimes. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. It's good. Um, it's good. Yeah. So there's, there's more, but I think that's good for now. AKA what you want to say is buy the book, read the book. It's a great book. Book. Yeah. Brooks book. Review. Brooks books. Brooks books. Brooks books. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to that podcast. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if I would, I might not have much to say. Yeah, I yeah, I think like what family teams and what Jeff's doing in this book and what Jeremy did in his book Family Revisions and like it's just so honestly counterculture now. It like is. and it's so it intentional. is going to continue like the rate at which it's becoming counterculture is like growing exponentially because yeah. as I said earlier, culture is after your family, they want they want that's just the way it is right now. And so if you can create a strong family team, you now have, you are on the front line to stop culture together. It's like, you know, uh, in the movie 300, they talk about like, you know, the, sh you know, the, the shield is the most important part and they all put their shields together. And like, you have to trust the person next to you to like protect you because yeah. he's, you know, his shield's protecting you. And like, that is the kind of the vision, the, the vision I get when like, your family is battling against culture. Like we all have our shields up and each shield is important. And, you know, and we all need to be together on the line, understanding what our mission is. Um, and so, yeah, it's just super valuable and it's like so rich and like, but it's also to me, it's not overwhelming. Like it's not, no, cause there's a lot of things like, for example, right now I want to learn surfing. And I feel overwhelmed at the pro the prospect of it. I've done it a few times. I know that I could go out there and do it, but like, I just, it's like, I got to go, what board do I buy? How much should I spend? Yeah. Where should I get it? You know, all this kind of stuff. And it's Costco. like, yeah. And it's <laughs> like, but that seems a little daunting just to do on my own. Where like, for some reason, whatever reason, I think it's because I've been in a family my whole life and I'm still in a family. Like this doesn't seem as daunting and it's so easy to start small. Like yeah. I can't start small serving. I can't surf in the bathtub. I can't surf at the pool. Like I can't do that. I have to surf in the ocean. And right. so like, there's like this kind of daunting task of like, I have to go out there by myself at some point and you know, it would be easier to go out there with someone. And so like, but with a family, like you can start super small yeah. and that's what's so, that's what's been so helpful for me as, as Jeremy and Jeff have taught about this stuff in this group is like, there's never a moment where I'm like, I need to figure out all of this right now. Right. Because even Jeremy, who's years and years ahead of all the guys in the group and sort of tinkering with all this stuff, he'll even talk about how he's like trying to figure out another element of it. And so that's always just been super encouraging to me. So like anytime we recommend this kind of stuff to people who listen is like, just start with one thing. Like, don't feel like, yeah. you know, and for us right now in this season, it's like, well, the scouting report is going to be super important for us. So that's like part of our reboot. Yeah. Like that's our one thing right now. That's our one thing right now. The mission statement on the wall is another of those one things. 
Um, and yeah. And so it's just like, but we can do that. Like, yeah, you know, we have the ability to do that. So. Yeah. It's just good. It's real good. Yeah. And it's like, it's practical. And if only Jeff lived nearby, we could have him on the oh, podcast. Man. I don't know. Oh, that's the wrong mountain. Look at the <laughs> no, wrong. he lives over He's there. He's on that mountain. He lives on that mountain. <laughs> um, so yeah. before we end, I will never forget someone who told me this. Okay. So Trip Van Roden, who is the dad of my two best friends. It it actually makes me emotional. So my two best friends in high school, Brett and Chad are twins. Yeah. Still love them. Haven't seen them in a while. They sail around the, they sail around the world in a boat, in a sailboat. I still, there was, we made a joke about them on a podcast once. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, their voice cracking. Yeah. Brett's voice. (laughs) I'm like, why do I feel like we (laughs) talked about them? (laughs) Oh, but I remember we were in, I was in their like kitchen room and like Brett, Chad and their cousin, John, and like some of the other friends, like they all like grew up with their dads involved in some sort of business. Yeah. And so like they all knew the lingo of business and I just kind of sometimes felt out of place. Right. My dad was a missionary. I don't know. I don't understand those words you're saying. Right. And I, and I'll never forget Trip one time told me, he said, you guys got to, you guys got to remember or something about artists will run the world. I, I remember that mm. phrase, artists will run the world. And he was just basically saying like, yeah, all that business knowledge is important, but like, don't undervalue creativity. Yeah. Don't undervalue the, the, what art can do. What you were bringing to the table what, of that, 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 that was teams. Yeah. Your, I was the artistic, right I was there. the artistic one in that group. <laughs> and so like, right. I just always remembered that as like, yeah, art has value. And if you create art, but you don't understand a thing about business that that's okay. I mean, cause honestly you can, I mean, you can learn art, but like there is something about being creative, creative that is somewhat God given, I yeah. think. And, you know, I've been able to learn the business stuff, but you know, and I just always remember that. So yeah, that was mine. Yeah. I have, and I remember, I remember Claire saying, do you know what I want to say? Oh yeah. Saying to me, uh, Claire was someone who used to second shoot weddings with me sometimes. Like when I was on my way out, it's kind of like my last season of doing it. Um, I was home watching June. We decided, okay, let's pay somebody to come with me so that you can stay home with June. Um, That was a very intentional divide and conquer. Yes. Because we were on the same mission. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I will never forget it. She said to me one day while we were shooting, she's like, man, watching you shoot a wedding is like watching somebody who's played the piano their entire life. And it was, it, cause like, and I think it was specifically that she compared it to that, that like stuck with me and mm-hmm. was such a high praise and compliment because like, you don't just pick up the piano. That is a very difficult, yeah. like you, you start small and you, and then when you watch and someone and practice and when you watch somebody do it so effortlessly, you're like, did I just interrupt you? No, you're just like, whoa. Oh. That like, guy's real good. What are the eyes for? Um, no, that's me watching someone really good at the piano. Right. You're just like, oh, they know what they're doing. And, yeah. and that's beautiful. And so that was such a compliment to something I had worked so hard on for so many years. And I've tried to remember that even though I'm not doing that specifically yeah. anymore. I mean, that's that, true about you taking photos. You take photos. It's like watching someone who's really good at the piano, which is why I'm always like, Brooke, you should take more photos. Right. I want to see you play that piano. <laughs> I wish I could play piano man right now. <laughs> um, anyway, cool. Well, that's the book. Take back your family by Jeff Bethke. It's excellent. Link is in the bio. It was also one of your Friday finds. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched Friday finds, go back and do that on the YouTubes. And if you comment with the item you want to win, you might win it, which is cool. Other big thing coming up is on Friday. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, we are going to put our print shop up. So we'll have all the prints that we have for sale for the Christmas extravaganza. And uh, yours should yours might show up taped to an air fryer, which would be fun. Um, <laughs> but the Christmas extravaganza is December 3rd, not the 4th, December 3rd. Um, why don't we uh, give the podcast listeners a discount for the print shop? Eey. What was the butt joke I made? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. Board butt? It's a butt board. Butt board. <laughs> okay. Butt board is the code to save a little extra on the print shop. B-U-T-T-B-O-A-R-D. All one word. Butt board. Butt board. Butt board. Um, I, just, I like it. I want you to know that like when we 
got this house, I did get a text from someone that was like, I'm so happy you have stairs yeah. to go up again. <laughs> You're not going to be. No, I was worried um, about my So all you muscles. do is I go click, click, click. Uh, and then type in butt board and you can save a little bit extra on your print shop order. And then who knows, it might come with an air fryer or a pair of AirPods. We're going to post a full list of prizes that we're giving away They're sometime good. this week. They're good. Um, so the print shop will be open a week until the extravaganza. Um, extravaganza. Extravaganza. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll do that live stream, which will be super, super fun. Very excited about it. Thank you so much for sharing about the, bro- the book, Brooke. Brock's um, box. You did, you did a great job, Brock's box. Um, I just want to hit some of the buttons. Okay. Can I? Is this how we should go out? This one is really going to surprise you. You are a, a murderer of love! <laughs> you actually say that a lot. That's a deep track. So I knew where that um, was. And then I have this one. But isn't she yelling at Steve Carell? Yes. How funny. You, my friend, would be the belle of the ball. <laughs> The worst thing about prison was the, was the Dementors. They, oh man, and it height. <laughs> Those are all from the same, like yeah, a little bit. Four minutes of <laughs> and it, and then this one. I'm so excited about this one. Reeks of love. It reeks of love. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Um, the YouTube is back, which is awesome. So if you have like something you want to say about the podcast, or if you want to live comment, some people have done that in the past. You can do that on the YouTube since you can't comment specifically on a podcast episode. episode. So thank you so much for listening. DoorDash. Oh, no. Is that, <laughs> not, is that not what we're thinking about next? That's what I'm thinking about next. <laughs> that is brand new information. Yes. All right. Okay. okay I love, I love you. you bye. bye.